2: The following program has been paid for by the Dustin Feely Group.
0: Now it's the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show, powered by theborrowingclub.com. Start living the life you want.
3: Good morning, South Florida. It is the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show, bright and early this morning in the studio. We always like to tell people the number to call is 855 520 Home. 855 520 Home. We have a fantastic show this weekend, as we do every weekend want to first introduce our team, our crew. Ladies first with Lori Mitchell, a short title and trust, CEO, president, and just advisor extraordinaire. Lori, good morning. Hi, good morning, Dustin. Good morning, everyone. Great week in real estate for all of us. Mr. Dennis Hernandez, my man with the money bags, Hernandez home team. Cha-ching. Good morning, everybody. With his trademark cha-ching. And uh, Doc Master Mike, I actually brought Mike coffee today. He normally brings us coffee. Thank you very much,
4: Dustin, for that. I re- really appreciate it. Muchísimas gracias, Dustin.
3: I, you know what? I had my hopes up for just a fraction of a second. And we never sound this good in person, so we always rely on our executive producer, the man who makes us sound way better than we are, Mr.
0: Alejandro Solana. Good morning, as always, to uh, my my favorite show. This should be your favorite show. It is.
3: It's your best show.
0: It is. It's, at least that's no my doubt. opinion. I'm a
3: little bit biased. It's... Uh, you know, you're, you're a rock pro- and millennial producer, and uh, I noticed that since our days back at QAM. And for those of us who followed us from WQAM, thank you. We're happy to find a new home here on 790 The Ticket. However, you can still check out our podcast at WQAM.com. Go on demand, click on podcast, or the ticket, and check out our podcast after the show. And we have a bonus. If uh, you missed the show, if this was too bright and early for you, or uh, you're on your way to church, or the other church we call NFL Sundays, you can also hear us tomorrow at 9 a.m. So Sundays at 9 a.m., also you get a replay of today's show. Oh,
0: big time.
3: Yeah, we're moving on up, right? Moving
0: up. Not only now are we on 790 The Ticket, but two times you're going to hear us.
3: Twice on 790 The Ticket, podcast QAM and The Ticket websites, and like, you know, you, as a millennial, you guys like podcasts better than radio anyway, don't you?
0: Yeah, podcasts are, are uh, what's in now.
3: That, that's that's what's chic. See? Chic isn't even chic. You can't even say chic anymore, can you? That's just not cool. Oh, well. Well, the good thing is that Solana's man bun continues to grow. It's it been, does. It's,
0: like, you guys haven't even commented on it in a couple months. I'm, I'm a little disappointed.
3: I remember when it looked like just like a little c- couple hair sticking up or out of the head or whatever, but... Uh, you know, it's. Uh,
1: that was Daniela that would usually crush on you in the man bun.
3: Oh, Daniela, inspecting Solana's man bun. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a home inspection of the man bun. But yep, millennial Extraordinary. He's got his MacBook Pro. He's got the brand new iPhone out. He's probably working on Hawkman and Crowder as we do our show, but that's okay. We don't mind.
0: Nah, I'm just figuring out how I'm gonna get through this Dolphins game tomorrow. It's not gonna be pretty, so I'm, I'm writing down a strategy on on my end to stay sane.
3: Okay, there's gonna be a lot of real estate talk, and we're gonna talk about a couple celebrity mansions that just went on the market. But before we get there, he brings up, I don't know if they're if they're calling it the tank bowl, the toilet bowl, or whatever bowl they want to call this. It's it's a bowl that should be flushable with both teams. I mean, it's it's. By the way, did they did they actually fire the coach last week from Washington? That happened, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, that happened. Um, I mean, Washington might not even show up to the game tomorrow. I mean, just so they can make sure that, you know they don't get a win. I I actually. But we
2: had a great week last week. Well, we didn't li- lose.
3: Listen, that that was the that's the <laughs> only weekend I knew for sure we weren't going to lose. The rest of them, I'm pretty. I, much I still with. have
2: hope. Against the Jets. Really? Yeah. The Jets look horrible. Come on. And the Dolphins don't? We, we're looking better with our quarterback. I mean, now that, now that we don't have Fitzpatrick playing.
3: You know the quarterback needs a line and some receivers and running backs and stuff, right? Listen. And there's another side of the ball that's also called
2: defense. But have you watched the that Jets? That needs to play? Have you watched the Jets? Man, I have a hard enough time
3: watching the Dolphins, <laughs> much less a team that I hate like the Jets.
2: When you have fantasy, you have to watch them all.
3: Yeah, see, that's why I don't do fantasy.
4: Lori, there's no one on the Jets or the Dolphins roster that should be on a fantasy roster, so no. I don't even know why you've been looking at the Jets yeah, He's game.
3: got a good point there. No,
4: no, 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 come on. You, you have they, to they...
2: play against the Jets and against the Dolphins, so you do have people in those games that you want to watch.
1: You, you can tell you guys are rookies at fantasy because they have a guy named Le'Veon Bell as well, long as ha- they have him, we can't stop a running back anyway, so they're, they're going to win.
2: We'll see. We'll see. I still have hope.
3: Well, you can hope all you want. I like to go to more sure things, but uh, let me tell you something. It, it's funny. Alex Alex thought I was going somewhere else with that S word. <laughs> he saw his light, eyes light up. It's early, man. We're not used to being here this early. But nonetheless, uh, on the real estate thing, how about some celebrity mansions? A house recently in Miami Beach, sold for $50 million, setting a record. And we actually have one that's getting ready to break that. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But in the meantime, we definitely got to get into the Mortgage Minute uh, shortly as well, but not before we talk about what's happening with interest rates. Because, Dennis, it seems like interest went record low a couple months ago. Then it jumped up again, and now it's down again. What do you do if you're shopping for a house and you got pre-approved a month ago?
1: It's a wacky economy, man. It it just went back up again. So you're right. Record highs, then record lows, then record high again, and we're back up.
3: Well, not record high.
1: We're not record high, but record, when I mean record, I mean for the past, I don't know, six months or so. Um, It it has gone back up. But the thing is it people keep looking at the rates that going up, going down, and it's high, and it's not. It's still at an all-time low. We're not talking fives like we were last year. Right. And and when you talk about uh, uh, the difference between, let's just use these numbers, 4.875 and a 4.625, you're not talking too much money. You're talking about an amount of money where you're going to get pre-approved. The difference between getting approved or not is maybe taxes and or the HOA. So you're still able to go out there and purchase the home and still get a really competitive rate and be able to get out of your rental.
3: So the bottom line is that the news likes to perpetuate continuously how the economy is having its ups and downs. I went from a week or two of watching the news talking about oh my god a recession's coming to then getting the latest job reports. Now I come from the old school where liars can figure but figures don't lie. This past week we saw the a 50 year record Low in unemployment. Minority unemployment is at an all time low. Female unemployment, all time low. Black unemployment, all time low. And for the entire nation, we are at a 50 year all time low in unemployment. Wages are at an all time high, the average wage, because it stands to reason less jobs in the workplace means employers have to be more competitive in rates and wages. That is the signs of a tremendous economy. This is not just a good economy, this is a great economy. Now, things that people aren't factoring in when you're making higher wages, you're paying taxes and you're gonna pay taxes on higher wages. One of the best things you can do for yourself for a tax benefit is to own a home. It's to purchase a home. You can write off $10,000 a year of the interest now with the new programs. That is a major benefit that you have. It's when you start paying rent to these landlords, you don't have any benefit at all. You can't write off your rental payments. And I've been having these arguments or these discussions, I'd rather say, with a lot of our buyers this past couple weeks where somebody tells me, Hey, listen, I really just want to pay sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars a month in for my mortgage payment. It's not a matter of your mortgage payment. It's your cost of living. And I'm actually working with a very savvy buyer right now who I'm really grateful to because she gets it. <clears throat> so, uh, her name's Gina. So I'm, when I sit there talking to Gina and she's telling me, well, I wanted to pay 1700 a month. I said, well, how much are you budgeting for utilities? How much are you budgeting for insurance? What is your budget for all of these things factored in HOA? You're better off paying as high of a mortgage as possible and paying in a property with lower taxes and less insurance. So if you have a property that's got the hurricane impact windows, double-strapped roof trusses, that's in a flood zone X instead of like an AH where you don't have to carry flood insurance, that is a better investment for you to pay more money for that house. You're going to get more house. You're better off in a $300,000 home outside of a flood zone with all of the insurance hazard discounts than you are in a $250,000 home that's in a flood zone that doesn't have the impact windows or the hazard discounts because you're not going to write off your insurance. You don't get to write off uh, the flood insurance or any of these, or any of these other factors that come in. So you really need to start anticipating what is your household budget. Don't look at your mortgage payment as a separate entity. If you have hurricane impact windows and a brand new air conditioning system and energy star rated appliances, your electric bill could be half of what your neighbor's is. Personal story, I changed both AC units in my house. My electric bill has gone down 120 bucks a month. That's $120 less a month. Now, $120 on a mortgage? Dennis, what does $120 bucks on a mortgage get you?
1: What okay. about?
3: $30,000, $40,000? Yeah,
1: $30,000, $40,000.
3: Extra $30,000, $40,000 in buying power. Wouldn't you rather have a house, thirty dollars to $40,000? That could be in the difference of you owning that house with the extra bedroom or swimming pool or two-car garage instead of the one that you're looking at now because you want to hold a specific monthly payment.
2: And you touched on a very important thing that I believe in and that even though I have one, but that's the no HOA. Because if you're looking at a house with an HOA versus one without an HOA, that monthly payment, not only does it make a difference, but three years from now, that monthly payment may not be what it was when you bought the house. So now that's going up where your mortgage is fixed. So those are things to look at. That's an
3: interesting point because when you get, what what is it called, the... uh the con the HOA docs and the estoppel. S- sometimes people don't look into what is the max amount of HOA increases that can- So a lot of neighborhoods don't have a cap on the increase of HOA. Yeah. Where some do, some say, well, we can't go up more than one percent or a fraction of a percent per That'll year. That'll
2: be in the condo docs. And I'll be honest with you, a lot of buyers <laughs> don't even, and a lot of buyers, realtors. Don't even worry about getting them. I mean, they have three days to receive them from the seller. Um, and I've seen a lot of realtors that don't even bother to ask for it. I've seen a lot of buyers who come to the closing table and they're like, well, am I ever going to get condo docks? And, uh, you know, they have no clue if they can have a dog at the, you know, an animal, a pet, a certain size, anything to that until they're pretty much closing.
3: And I'm sorry, in South Florida, how many commercial vehicles? We have a great entrepreneurial experience. A lot of people have their sprinter vans. They have their panel vans. Somebody like Mike has vans with no windows that he drives around and <laughs> offers kids candy. But all kidding aside, is you have a you have a society down here. How many painters take their vans home? How many plumbers take their vans home? How many electricians? If you work, I mean, a lot of people who work for BrandSmart take their vans home and they have their, their technician vans. The, the reality is, is there's a lot of work trucks, pickup trucks, maybe you own a pool service. You've got your little pickup truck with, a, with the pool vac on the back. A lot of neighborhoods don't allow commercial vehicles. Or you have to, if you're lucky, you might have them tell you that you have to cover up your signage with magnets at night. But if this is your way of life, and the HOA doesn't allow it, you want to find that out before closing, not after closing. There's a lot of things that you should find out. One of the things that uh, I'm excited about, we're going to rehash the scam and con that we call discount brokers after the break, because it's been a long time, and it will be the first time on this show, but it's definitely a controversial subject. I know I'm going to get some uh, hate emails from some uh, realtors out there and uh, who actually practice this scam. But we're going to uncover discount brokers after the break. We are also going to talk a little bit more with Lori about titles and associations and what that's all about. And also, Dennis is going to walk you through our program that is the first-time home buyer with no money down program, which we also have an upcoming seminar that we're going to give away tickets for. So you definitely want to stay tuned for this packed episode of the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show. Guys, we will catch you after the break. In the meantime, check out thebarringclub.com during the break or call them at 866 TBC. For those that don't know about thebarringclub.com, they are the absolute best resource you can go to to get rid of those high-interest credit card debts. Maybe you just want to buy a jet ski or put impact windows on your house. Whatever it is, thebarringclub.com gives you an unsecured loan to take care of all those ugly loans that you may have taken out before. So check out thebarringclub.com or go to 866 TBC. While you do that, we're going to play around during the break and catch you after.
0: Let's get back to the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show, powered by TheBorrowingClub.com.
3: All right. Welcome back to the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show. We had a great time in the break. I hope you checked out TheBorrowingClub.com. Just a reminder, you want to contact the Dustin Feely Group, whether you're looking to buy, sell, rent, invest, Maybe you just want to find out what your home was worth. See how much money and equity you've gained over the years that you've owned your house. It's a free service that we offer. Contact us at 855-520-HOME. Now, we teased just before the break my biggest pet peeve in real estate. It's called the Discount Broker. And what that is is essentially is it's a con artist. It's these La Rosa Realties that are advertising 4.5% commission. It's these jackasses on bus benches saying, I'll take your listing at 5%. It's the weak, lazy ass realtor or broker that's sitting there who's actually scamming you and costing you much more money in the long run than had you just listed it at a market average. And it's probably going to take most of this segment to explain this to you, but. I'm going to start off with a simple analogy. If you were applying for a job at say McDonald's and McDonald's offers you $20 an hour and Burger King is also hiring, but offers you $10 an hour, which is the job that you take? You don't care. The cash registers are going to take the same amount of effort for you to learn you're going to take the job that pays you more money. <laughs> Simply put, that is what happens in the real estate industry. One of the biggest purposes for this show, for our new listeners and, you know, our longtime listeners that followed us from 560 know this all too well, is to expose the good, the bad, and the ugly in real estate. And there's so much amazing things about our industry, but there's some things that <clears throat> I personally just they just don't sit well with me. So to follow along, somebody comes to your house and they say, Hey, listen, I know you've talked to several realtors about selling your house because maybe you put your house by owner. It's not a coincidence that when you put your house by owner, you get a thousand agents ringing your phone, calling you at all kinds of hours. You're trying to eat dinner. You're sitting at work. You're in a meeting with your boss. Your phone is ringing because some realtor wants to come list your house. All right. That alone should make you want to list your house and not have to deal with my owner. But now you're getting all these solicitations to list your property. Then what happens is you've interviewed several realtors and you realize that most companies, most brokerages are going to list your property at 6% or higher, but typically 6%. Now, you have somebody who comes over and says, well, I know everybody else was at six, seven, eight percent commission. We're only charging five percent, four and a half percent. Now, here's what happens when they take that listing, because that sounds good to you, right? You're, you're, let's say your house was four hundred thousand dollars. That sounds like you're saving four thousand dollars.
1: That's right. As a consumer, that's more money in my pocket.
3: Right, and that's what you would think because that's what it sounds like on the surface. Now, here's the problem, Dennis. When you take that listing as a listing agent, here's what, you, here's what you're taking on. You're paying your broker. So that's coming out of that half of the commission. So at 6%, assume that one point is going to the broker another point is going to go towards your marketing and expenses. So that last point that's left over is basically what you're feeding your family with. So you're not very likely to cut the side of your commission because you got to pay for marketing because you're not going to sacrifice that because no marketing, you can't sell the house, right? The broker isn't going to say, Hey, don't worry about it. You're too weak to, uh, to do a proper listing. So I'm going to take a loss. And the only other thing you can sacrifice is feeding your kids. Now on the other side, you have the buyer side, right? Well, in this thing that we call the MLS, which by the way, if you guys have ever been on Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, those are IDX funnels that come from the MLS that show listings. Now Zillow's another scam, but we're going to talk about that another day. And they're never up to date anyway. And by the way, don't ever trust a home value that starts with the letter Z. That Zestimate should start with a B for BS. But I'm not going to get sidetracked on this because this is too important.
1: We'll cover that another show.
3: We'll cover that another show. You sign this listing agreement at five percent. Well the listing agent is going to keep that 3% on their side as if it was a 6% listing to begin with. And then they're going to offer 2% to the buyer's agent. Even if they're splitting it 50-50, giving it 2.5% to each side. Let's go back to the McDonald's Burger King analogy for a second. If you as a buyer's agent are looking at 12,000 listings that are available on the MLS... Are you going to prioritize the listings that are paying you that much less money than the other listings? Dennis, what would you do? If you have if you have two identical houses in the same neighborhood, but one house is paying you 3% commission and one house is paying 2%, that's a difference of $4,000 to you as a buyer's agent. Which house do you prioritize? I'm going
1: straight to the
3: 3%. Right. Right. Because now you're going to make more money. You have identical homes. You're in the same neighborhood, same price point. The problem with these discount brokers is that nobody calls them out on their BS. The reality is this. When when this discount broker sits down or the weak agent sits down and tells you, I'm going to discount the commission, what they're not telling you, is that now it's going to take much longer to sell your house because now you're not going to have the participation. Listen, we have almost 60,000 licensed agents in South Florida. All of them, most of them are registered and are actually on the MLS looking for houses for their buyers. And it's simple math. If they're not making, if they're not getting paid at least what's more or less the average in the market, they're not going to prioritize showing your home. So when you list this property and now it sits and sits and sits, you're paying taxes, you're paying insurance, you're paying maintenance, you're paying interest. If you have a mortgage, you're paying your HOA fees, that money that you think you're saving, you're not even saving. Because the longer it takes to sell your house, the less profitable it is for you to sell your house. But it's worse. Now, that person that sounded so noble, oh, we're going to save you money on commission, all they've done is now found an avenue to find their own buyer. So now they make twice as much. So now, whereas before, at 6%, they would have gotten 3%, and the buyer's agent would have had 3%, they're now listed at 4.5%, 5% 5 commission. And yeah, it takes three to four months longer to sell your house. And they're not getting cooperation from buyer's agents, but eventually they find their own buyer. So now they make the four and a half percent or 5% in their own pocket. It's a scam. It's something that realtors are deliberately doing now so that they could double bag a deal. And by the way, there's a very easy way to fix this. When you go on your listing agreement and on your contract. It tells you where you agree to what percent you're going to pay the listing brokerage. There's also a line where it shows how much is the listing brokerage going to pay the cooperating agents, cooperating broker, cooperating agent. Make sure, make sure that it says at least 3% in that slot or your house is not going to get shown. Now do you think for a second that one of these discount brokers like these La Rosa realties like these Cutler realties and these places with this discount stuff or I like these idiot websites now that are offering flat fee you know what you get with a flat fee brokerage a flat sale you get nothing
2: We had a closing not too long ago where that flat fee realtor was involved and I swear, I never got an email, a phone call, anything. We called them. I don't remember what was we needed from them, some information. And I think it had to do with their commission. And they were just like, oh, no, we're just a flat fee, um, whatever it was. And there's nothing else. And basically, they couldn't help us with anything that had to do with documentation, following up with something on the seller. I don't even think they had contact pretty much information for the seller
4: doesn't it's pretty much safe to say you're at a complete disadvantage as a seller when you hire a discount broker even one of those you know it's like a buy here pay here realtor i mean they list your property on mls they probably put a couple pictures up they don't put in any information any marketable information no marketable photos no marketing not even a website you know they're probably calling the seller to get the phone call from the prospective uh uh Buyers that want to buy the property—they're a complete disadvantage. It's it's just a waste of time, waste of money. Don't even do it, sellers. Why don't you just ask them? Why are you charging me less than, say, the Philly Group? You know, why? Why even? Why should I trust you to list my house? at a discount price why should I even
3: bother well by the way if you can't negotiate your own value how the hell are you gonna negotiate the value of my property if you're willing to discount your own Commission which is pennies compared to the value on a house think about this for a second you have a house listed at $400,000 this guy can't even negotiate the commission that's going to help you sell the house faster and give you the proper justification of why the Commission is what it is but now What do you think is going to happen when somebody turns around in your $400,000 listing and they offer you $350,000? You think that person can negotiate for you? You think that person's going to hold the value? Give me a break. And that's the other problem. Because you might think you save four grand in commission, but man, on the negotiation side, this person's already proved they can't negotiate their own worth. You want them negotiating the value of your home? Guess what? A $10,000 discount on the sale of your home is going to be a lot bigger loss than the $4,000 difference in commission, not to mention how much longer it takes to sell your house. But again, there's a good fix. Make sure that your contract clearly stipulates that your, that your broker is going to pay the other cooperating broker or agents 3%. Now, do you think that that particular brokerage is going to accept that? You think they're going to let themselves get paid one and a half percent? You think they're going to let themselves get paid two percent? They got to pay the marketing, right? We already went through this. They got to pay the broker and they got to feed their family. So do you think this whole great noble cause is as noble as they make it sound? They're not going to take the short end of the stick. And if they're not willing to work for that money, then why the hell would the buyer side be willing to work for that money? which means they're not going to bring you a buyer because nobody's going to cooperate with them. They're going to wait to get lucky enough to find their own buyer. And then guess what? They've double-sided the commission and they're putting both sides in their pocket. So now they're going to make 45 to 5% commission. And now you took three to four months longer to sell your house. And you have an idiot who didn't know how to negotiate their own worth in the first place, who probably lost you money on your property because they didn't know how to build the value of your property either so now you've probably discounted your property and this was what because you thought you could save a little bit of money on commission
1: and lord forbid that the appraisal doesn't come in lower because he's oh. not gonna fight for that value he no. discounted you for a reason right he needs that money he needs yep. that commission hey let's just agree to this low appraisal and let's move forward That's What yep. he's gonna
4: do listen at the end of the day doesn't plain and simple Discount brokers equals discount results, discount marketing, discount photos, discount everything, discount negotiating. Topics. Discount photos? You mean like, discount, hey, like they take
3: that new iPhone to heart when they when they sit there like this was shot with a new no, iPhone? You're,
4: you're gonna get <laughs> iPhone one quality pictures on discount brokers. That's what you're gonna get. So well, that's just you know my that's
3: definitely out. not what you get with us. You know what? Before we go into the break, I want to remind you: it's all brokers are not equal, and you don't get equal results that's the truth. One of the things that we pride ourselves on, yeah, we sell homes pretty much in half the time of the market average, but we hire professional photographers. We pay generously and even offer bonuses at times to the buyer's agents. Our number one goal and focus is for you to net as much profit as humanly possible on the sale of your home. The reason you bought a home in the first place, what wasn't just the security, but it was also the investment, and that's one of the things that we preserve. Guys, if you want to call us during the break, it's 855-520-HOME. Once again, call the Dustin Feely Group at 855-520-HOME. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, rent, invest, or find out what your home is worth, 855-520-HOME, and we will catch you in our final segment right after the break.
0: Let's get back to the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show, powered by TheBorrowingClub.com.
3: All right, welcome back to the final segment of the Dustin Feely Real Estate Show. Just a reminder for all of our listeners out there 855 520 Home. You can also catch us tomorrow at 9 a.m. on 790 The Ticket for our replay. And you can also download our podcast on demand at wqam.com. Tap on on demand, go to podcast. You're going to see exactly what I look like. Don't let that scare you away because the audio content is fantastic. And you can do the same thing at theticketmiami.com. So we ragged on the Dolphins again historically, but they didn't lose last week. So this weekend, I mean, anything cool to talk about, Alex?
0: Um, Hmm. Oh, something I think all of you can relate, with, uh, relate to on this day in... Nineteen eighty, Midway released the Pac Man arcade game.
3: <laughs> we can all relate to. Our, our our millennial our millennial just took a shot at us. Did he just call us old? I, on this day, nineteen eighty, Midway. <laughs> so all right, I'm not gonna lie, dude. We used to have Pac Man competitions in my house. Remember that? Cubert, remember Cubert? Q- no, I remember the Atari twenty six hundred.
2: What about Frogger?
3: Frogger's my favorite. Do not talk bad about Frogger. I, I still play Frogger. I'm not
2: talking bad. That's why I said it. I I'm saying Frogger yep. was great. I liked Centipede.
3: So, so Alex uh, Alex got jokes today. So us uh, us So you're millennials, like what what's a derogatory cuz to me millennials not supposed to be a derogatory uh, moniker, if you will. But it's kind of turned into that way, right? Because there's so many millennial jabs. So what jabs do the millennials have for like? Because what am I? Am I Gen X? Uh, Gen yes, I think we're Gen, Gen X. I think we're Generation X. Yeah. yeah. So is there like some kind of, because you always hear everybody, oh millennials and this and this and this. it's kind of turned into like a a, a negative connotation. Do Do you millennials have like a some kind of a, of a thing towards
0: us? No, I think. I mean I don't have anything towards anybody but I do think at being a millennial. I mean you know we've had this conversation That was a on, microaggression. on on the show before <laughs> where like people who tend to be baby boomers or gen x will just take shots at millennials for anything, right? Like oh, I have a lazy grandson, so I'm going to equate that to that everybody who's within the ages of 22 and 30 are are lazy and don't want to move out of their parents house and don't want to get jobs. Like I mean it's just it's just like such a cop out for anything. It's so lame. So wait a By the way, like I, I guess it was a shot, low key, but also on like a higher key, I thought Pac Man was awesome. Like I love Pac Man. I thought I'd be relating mm-hmm. with you guys, like we'd be able to connect. Pac Man is Pac-Man. awesome. Do you play Pac Man? Yeah, I play Pac Man. What about Miss Pac Man? I'll kick your ass in Pac Man.
3: Oh man, now we gotta challenge you. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> I will kick you all hold of your ass I will okay, kick you all know of your asses do? in Pac Man. We're gonna have a Pac Man competition. We're gonna post these scores on our social media, that's for sure. Because you know what, The – Millennial against uh, the the Pac-Man Originals. I mean, listen, we do you know what it's called when you flip the, when you beat the game? You don't beat the game Pac-Man, you flip it. You flip the board. Well, hold on. What?
4: Where's this competition going to take place? Number 1, number 2, Alex, do you even know how the 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 game looks. Like the actual
3: I've got console. it. You know what? Alex is down south like I am. Uh the car wash I go to right there on South Dixie Highway in 36. They have a Pac-Man arcade game right there.
0: There's an arcade. It's called Odyssey Arcade in Kendall. It's on like 117th Avenue and 120th Street. I know. It's right near my parents' house. Really? And they have every single original Pac-Man game. They have all the old old arcade games. It's like an original arcade from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. They have one there. Wow. And uh, I know they have Pac-Man there. So maybe we can arrange something to where... I go and I kick your ass at Pac-Man at Odyssey Arcade. Wait a
3: second, hold on a second. Number one, the car wash has Pac-Man for free. Oh, it's okay. got Junior Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man on top of it. I could use a car wash too, by <laughs> and, the way. And so you probably, yeah, I've seen your car. Actually, you could use a car <laughs> hey. wash. So hey, you, you know why your car is not clean? Because I'm a millennial. Because you're a millennial. You're too lazy. <laughs>
0: that's probably fair.
3: That's probably fair. I, I like what
4: he says. Yeah, huh? they, only wash, they only wash the car every oil change because Adidas just passes it through the damn machine. That's, yeah, that's when like, they do the car. Oil
3: change. You know what that is? <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> millennials don't even check the oil. <laughs> like, why do you think they had to make cars with 100,000 mile tune-ups? <laughs>
0: no, nah, I mean, uh, I just drive an electric car. <laughs> Like why? <laughs> what oil? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Next, you're gonna tell me you use plastic straws. <laughs> then we're really is, gonna fight. I
3: will only use plastic straws. By you the know? way,
0: this is actually not a joke, uh, and and get ready for all of you to get triggered out there. And this is a reoccurring thing on the Hawkman and Crowder show. I do carry around my handy dandy. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm rummaging through my through my book bag here. I am. Uh, I do carry around my handy dandy. You're getting low under the desk. Plastic straw, always with me. Excuse me, not wait, plastic straw, wait, metal that? straw. Oh, always have old. my metal straw with me.
3: God, that looks like one of those one-hit things. My <laughs>
1: daughter does the same thing. She has a kit, and every time we go out to eat, she has one ready for me, and I refuse to eat it, to to use it. She's just trying. What's your reason, though? She's trying to save the sea turtles. Um, this thing I, looks I so high tech. It looks like a blow dart. You can kill somebody with
3: that. Dude, it's like well, first I thought it was like one of those one hits that those millennials do when they just want to take that one hit of marijuana. It's like that they hide in the car. You ever seen like the cigarette? Line? You sure? You sure they don't stop and frisk you with that thing? I don't think you can take that on an airplane.
0: Yeah, I, don't I don't know if I can. I haven't tried, but, uh, bro, I'm saving okay. the sea. I'm saving the sea turtles, man. You know, okay. I'm so looking out for the environment. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Are if you, you wanna, because I am okay like with the metal straw. Here's the, the problem. second I leave this room, you're gonna rip me for it <laughs> no,
3: no it's no because because you, you leave the microphones hot, so we're not but the my beef with the paper straw is that one it changes the flavor of the drink, two the straw disintegrates while you're drinking it. So if you don't drink fast enough, your straw has now closed into itself, it bends in half, and I can't help but to think about the paper. That you're, in, that you're digesting. <clears throat> you're right, by you're the way. You're ingesting.
0: I hate, everybody hates paper straws because they, and they, disintegrate, they, they disintegrate halfway through your drink. I'm with you, which is why I carry around a, a metal straw. That I straw. love.
3: I'm cool with that. But you know what? Roasters and toasters, if you're listening, it sucks to drink out of a paper straw. And by the way, where's all the tree huggers that wanted to save the trees? We just don't care about chopping down trees anymore. No, but they're recyclable.
0: That's the that's, oh, good. that's so the now somebody
3: wiped their ass with the toilet paper and then they recycle it and yeah. turn it into a straw yeah. and then
0: you drink from it. Yeah. Oh, it's that's, recyclable. That's, it's recyclable. That's just phenomenal. Plastic straws <laughs> don't decompose. They just don't. Just like like those plastic bags from Publix. Another another millennial thing I do. I won't throw those out in the garbage, and you can't recycle those. I know. So you, you have to take plastic bags. like you go to Publix, right? They give you all those bags because nobody uses what's the other what's the other alternative to plastic bag? Uh, but nobody uses paper bag. Come on, I know none of you are using paper bag. No, come on, let's get real. The
2: totes, right?
0: Nobody takes a tote bag either. We're all lazy. We get the plastic bags. It's fine. I do the same thing. But you can't throw those out because they don't decompose. I it thought take,
2: plastic. So what's the whole the whole so, thing with putting your your bottles and your plastic bottles? No, no.
0: So so plastic bottles are recyclable. So you can recycle those. But these plastic bags from Publix or from C, wherever. You literally have to take them back to Publix. There's a little, the next time you go to Publix, yeah. look next to the entrance. They have their own recycling bins. They're like these green recycling bins, right? They have them at every Publix and it says right there, please return your plastic bag. So I keep all my plastic bags and I take them and I don't use them. A lot of people use them as like their garb- their garbage cans in their bathrooms and stuff. You can't because then you toss it and you're, you're harming the environment, people.
2: Sorry, I use it for my dog's uh, waste.
0: Yeah, yeah
2: there's still plastic bags that they use for those anyway. So yeah.
0: Dustin, you hate me so much right now. Don't lie.
2: No,
3: no, actually listen, not at all. Look, I, I love taking care of the environment, but before I save a Pelican, I want to save myself. And (laughs) you know, it's, I just call that selfish, but I, you know, once listen, even in an airplane, they tell you, put the mask on your face first before helping others around you. So I'm like, you know what? Don't make me ingest paper that we're going to find out. It's going to be one more way we all get cancer. It's like we're getting these paper shreddings and shards and things that we're putting into our bodies and our systems because it's paper.
2: Can't they use the same plastic from the Coke bottles to make the plastic straws if they're recyclable?
3: Well, I don't think the problem with the plastic straw is that it's it's not about the breaking down. It's the argument started with waterfront restaurants that plastic goes into the ocean. Well that I get and then and the causes zoos, the problem. You can't they don't and, have straws either. And I get that. I'm cool with that. But in the middle of Pinecrest when I wanna go and have a, a nice nova platter with some capers and some tomatoes and a little bit of red onion and some cream cheese on an everything bagel toasted. And then I wanna take a sip out of my Coke and the straw is sticking to my lip as I ingest paper. And soda, it kind of ruins it for me. And I'm sorry, South Dixie Highway, across from Dadeland Mall, we're not at risk of harming the fish there. So it's like to me, what happens is, is it kind of loses its meaning when you do that. It's just like when you go through, like Coral Gables has this ban now on Styrofoam. So I go to get my one dollar unsweet iced tea that McDonald's always screws up and gives me sweet anyway. By the way, tip. If you order unsweet iced tea at McDonald's, taste it before you leave the drive-thru. They screw it up 99.9% of the time. But now they give it to you in a paper cup instead of the styrofoam cup.
0: First world problem, right? What's that? That's actually – but that is a life hack. What's that? Right? Like, just making sure that you actually get the unsweetened iced tea. Like, you, ha- you have to double check.
3: You have to double check. By the way, I'm sorry. How many people out there can relate to this? Does Do these fast food places ever get your order right? Like, how many times do you get home and you're missing the damn French fries? It's the only reason to go to McDonald's.
0: Hey, Dennis, In-N-Out always gets the order, right, don't they? <laughs> In- <laughs> Hold on, Dustin. Hold on, Dustin. Uh, 7
3: dollars doesn't know about In-N-Out yet. <laughs> One, you're not going
0: to forget the fries by
4: the time you get home. I, I dig into the bag, and I get a fry immediately to make sure they're hot. Because McDonald's always serves the damn thing cold. Oh, there's always. no eating on my car. And by the way, Alex, you know what? You cannot drink a milkshake out of that damn metal straw. So get rid of it. Yes, you can. That thing is skinny.
3: Listen, Alex can suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Okay.
0: Don't you dare (laughs) underestimate my my sucking skills, Mike.
3: (laughs) Huh? Dude, did you see this thing? You know what? I want you to put that straw on your social media. This thing has like a telescopic antenna pointer.
0: Oh yeah. People on seven ninety know. I mean, this is like this has been a bit on Hawk and Crowder because like they think it's the lamest thing in the world that I, I care around a metal shop. I think it's straw. cool. I, want I don't one. Care. Like I'm, 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 I'm sticking to it. By the way, there's two types of people in this world. I always say people that eat their fries on the way home in the car, and people who wait till they get home to eat the fries. And uh, I'm learning a lot about you right now, Mike. That you, you, you dig right into the bag before you get home. Of course, that's Mike that's eats hot. the Big Mac on the way gotta home. make what? sure. Got to make sure me? it's hot.
4: What, what, what kind of millennia are you?
2: I do that with five guys, I have to admit. I, I will eat my fries before I get back to the office, but not with my Dude,
1: Dustin's just dying over there. My my Dustin.
2: biggest pet peeve is when you order Diet Coke and they give you Coke. That you can really taste the difference when you get home.
3: You want to give the mic to Dustin real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Call me mature. It's just bad when lori says i do that with five guys on the way home every day <laughs> like, like god
4: i hope your boyfriend's not
3: listening <laughs>
4: well a- dustin back to the show now what what listings do you have on the market right now Dustin? That you could talk about
3: you know as a matter of fact we took a great one in biscayne park which is a fantastic area i think this is probably the sleeper neighborhood that's starting to wake up right now in dade county uh lowest tax break uh biscayne park is absolutely amazing Right on the uh, borders up to Miami Shores, fantastic community. You got a great Miami Shores Golf and Country Club over there, fantastic lit up driving range at night. Tons to do in the area. House is a four bedroom, two and a half bathroom. Sits on a quarter acre. That's nice too. You know, I, I'm used to I'm living in the South where you know I could shake my neighbor's hand out of my window. It's it's nice when you see properties that have that old neighborhood charm. That's a that's a great listing and an investor special on Normandy golf course. The first hole of the golf course, this house blows it away. Let me put it in perspective. On the golf course, three houses down, there's currently one available for $1.2 million that's smaller without a swimming pool. This house is an estate sale being offered at $700,000. Larger square footage, 70% of the house has brand new hurricane impact windows and doors, brand new air conditioner, has a gorgeous swimming pool that was just resurfaced with a marble deck, and it literally faces the first hole of the golf course in Normandy, and $700,000 to blow it out. Now put this in perspective, if you were into the house, which by the way, you're going to want to throw a hundred thousand dollars. I'm not going to lie inside of this house is ugly as all hell, but that's what makes it so beautiful because you're not buying somebody else's upgrades. You're going to design this house with your custom kitchen cabinets, the stonework that you want to choose, the flooring that you want. 60 to a hundred thousand dollars is what our contractors are estimating. When you're done with this house, you're over a million dollars. Let's say that you bought the, if you're going to basically at 700,000, you put a hundred grand into it. Now you have a property at 1.1 million dollars. You'll have over 30% profit or equity moving in from day one. Contact us at 855-520-HOME to check out this and our other listings. Guys, don't forget. You can tune back in tomorrow to hear the show over again in case you missed it today. 9 a.m. on 790 The Ticket. Also go to theticketmiami.com. Check out the podcast. Or wqam.com on demand click podcast click on our show we appreciate our listeners who followed us from 560 wqam and we welcome our new ones here on 790 the ticket make it a fantastic week everybody we look forward to hearing from you over the week and for you to hear us next weekend make it a great week
4: have a great weekend everybody